Welcome to our third segment of this afternoon's program. It is Sunday, the 6th of February, 2022. Uh, our final issue for today surrounds a policewoman uh, who was apparently seen shoplifting in a security camera video, which later reportedly went viral last week. Um, in the video footage, uh, it appeared to show the veteran officer concealing what some have alleged to have been dental floss uh, in her shopping bag. Uh, later, Point Express reported that the female police officer had been asked to resign. Uh, the paper said that it had learned on Wednesday that after what it termed countless appeals to the Commissioner of Police, Atlee Rodney, for leniency on behalf of the 56-year-old corporal, uh, the decision was taken to allow her to resign instead of being fired. Uh, the paper reported that dismissal would have meant that the 31-year veteran of the police force would have lost her pension and any other benefits that she had accrued over the years. Uh, the issue is said to have divided opinions amongst police officers, uh, as it has in the public as well, and many uh, officers apparently thought that she uh, should have been dismissed. Others thought that uh, she should not have been dismissed and leniency was in order. Uh, the paper further reported that um, even if the officer is allowed to retire and retain her pension, uh, she wouldn't be eligible to receive it for another nine years uh, when she attains uh, the pension age. Uh, so on this segment, we ask what fate should have befallen the cop, uh, and can it ever be ensured that there is no double standard when the police are tasked with pursuing one of their own? Uh, we have joining us on this panel for this discussion, Mr. Nuffield Burnett. Uh, he's a former assistant commissioner of police. He's now retired from the Royal Police Force of Antigua and Barbuda. Uh, and is a frequent commentator on issues of crime, policing, and public safety. He joins us on the phone. Uh, good afternoon to you, Mr. Nuffield Burnett. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Mr. Murdoch. I'm fine, and um, of course, I'm happy to be on your program this afternoon. Thanks. We have as well Mr. Brenton Smith. He is president of the Police Welfare Association in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Of course, he's been an officer uh, for many years and brings a wealth of experience to this discussion. He joins us on Zoom. Uh, good afternoon to you, Mr. Brenton Smith. You are still muted. You'll have to unmute. Yeah, good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon to your gentleman. It's nice to be here with you. Um, Mr. Nuffield Burnett, um, the, the point of this segment really is to, as I say, just get some reaction to this issue. Um, it, And you'll correct me if I'm wrong, it does seem to be a case of petty theft. Um, do you think that what we've heard so far, because what has been reported, at least in the Point Express, what has been reported is that the officer uh, was offered the opportunity to resign. Um, do you think that was punishment enough? Um, well, first of all, first of all, let me say that um, I am not even satisfied based on what I saw. Based on what I saw, excuse me, based on what I saw on the video. I am not even sure what actually happened there because I had to look hard and long to see to, to, to ensure that something did in fact happen. However, I decided to go on <clears throat> on what most persons are, are saying and that um it it was actually a shoplifting. I couldn't confirm that myself, but um let's just assume that that's the case. And if that is the case, um then all the other things that I have heard so far around um, persons making assertion as to where, assertions as to whether or not um, the, the officer should be should be asked to resign or asked to 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 retire, whatever the case may be, all those things I think um, we are ahead of ourselves. 
in terms of the procedures that should actually be followed. So I don't know that. And all that you have explained just now is in the case of, of more or less uh, a person who would have, let's just assume that there was in fact a shoplifting, because as I said, I'm not sure based on what I saw. But um, all of that, those circumstances that you would have explained as it relates to Commissioner of Police asking the person to re resign or retire, as the case may be. That would have been in the case of a, of an officer, a young officer, who would not have gone to probation yet. We are speaking about a veteran. You can't dictate a veteran must resign or retire. That's the first thing. And then all of the other arguments about should be allowed to, to, to get pension and all. And those are not something that you just call things that you call into being. So the, the commissioner of police cannot make the, those calls. I have not heard of an investigation. I have not heard, have not heard of, a, of a adjudication of a case. And then we gone to, to, to speak about um, deciding whether persons get pension or not. So I think we're a little bit ahead of, of ourselves in terms of in terms of what should actually happen to the officer. Oh well, let me ask you um, uh, because Mr. Smith um, has gone back into the waiting room. I'm not sure why, so I have to readmit him. But let me ask you, Mr. Burnett, um, uh, what would be the usual procedure? What would be the usual procedure? Let us say that I was a police officer. Kieran Murdoch is a police officer. Um, I'm a veteran police officer. I've served for many years. Uh, I uh, still have a number of years to serve until my retirement. And I, I, I go into, I don't know, Epicurean. And, um, you know, I am, uh, let's say I'm caught um, shoplifting or attempting to shoplift. Um, what, would, what, what would be the immediate procedure that would happen there? What would the police do? Right. So you, you, you are caught, you are caught uh, actually trying to, to um, shoplift, so right there and then, so there is a complainant, um, because somebody would have caught you um, doing the, the um, unlawful act. So you have somebody who is complaining. So the next step is to investigate that matter, because they, for all you know, um, a matter is, 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 Every person that says innocent you know, until proven guilty. So even up to the point where you think you caught the person um, shoplifting, you, you, you never know what is the person's um, defense. So that is the reason, the reason for investigation and, of course, adjudication. So there must be an investigation first, one, then two. There will be an, a, a, a hearing which will call for an adjudication and and. and at the end of that, which result is, is, is what you will go on. So that is to say whether or not the person is actually found guilty of what the, the accusation was or the allegation was or is. And then, then at that juncture, you, you make a determination as to whether or not um, what happened to that person. So we, have yet, we are way 
far away from from that. Yeah. Well, let I me say. Let me just say. Let me just say. Um, uh, uh, we're only going off of what has been publicly reported. Now, I, I can't say yes or no that the, the, the police have um, uh, conducted uh, X investigation. So I'm not saying they have. I'm not saying they have not. Uh, but I'm just saying we're going off of what uh, had been reported in the Point Express. Um, but let's use a hypothetical situation of Kieran Murdoch in Epicurean. Um, so let us say that I'm a police officer. I'm a veteran. I did that. Um, I was caught on security camera, um, and it was brought to the attention of police. And let us say they assigned some officers to uh, look into the matter. And the officers, uh, uh, having taken a look at the video, having spoken to me and having spoken to other persons, came to the conclusion that, yes, indeed, I did attempt to actually um, shoplift. Uh, what then would happen to me? Would I, would I be formally charged? Uh, what would determine whether or not I'm formally charged? Or would it be an internal disciplinary issue for the police? I mean, who would determine whether or not I face I mean, and also I'm asking because um, I, I don't know how often the police uh, bring charges or don't bring charges depending on the severity of, of something like shoplifting. So, yes, okay. So you should, and, and of course I just um, was trying to walk through the process just now. So based on what you just said, um, you should be charged. The, the, police, the, the police should investigate what they saw on camera. In other words, you should be given a chance to say what it is that we saw on camera. What, what do you have to say about that? Is it what we saw or, or do you have an explanation? As the case may be. So personally, remember, bear in mind that you, you up to the time we catch you for granted delicto, which means in the very act. You still innocent until proven guilty. So you have to be given a chance to prove your innocence. And that is why, again, I said there must be an investigation. And as you rightfully said, we do not know if there was an investigation or if there is. We do not know what is happening behind the scenes. But I'm just saying what ought to be. So there ought to be an investigation. Okay, we said we caught you on camera and stealing. So, okay, so investigate. You go, you have to... Um, subject me to a, 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 an interview and give me a chance to, to, to explain what it is I did on camera and as the case may be. And then you will determine whether there is a, 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 a case for charge and you will charge and then there will be a hearing. That's the procedure that must be followed. In the absence of that, it, it's pure kangaroo. Just mm. Well, let me bring in Mr. Brenton Smith. Um, Mr. Smith, as, as uh, I said, joins us on Zoom, folks. Uh, Mr. Smith, w w what do you think of this situation as we have understood it so far? Well, first of all, let me just make a slight correction in regards to who I am now. I am not, I'm not the chairman of the Police Welfare Association anymore, as I'm presently on, on leave. And I used to leave, probably dismissal leave, due to the fact of the COVID uh, man vaccination mandating St. Vincent. Some one of those who will be challenging the system in, in that regard. So I am basically out of the organization as it stands now until our court here. So I just wanted to um, get that correction. No problem. But secondly, um, I, in, in this matter, in this matter, I want us to understand that anybody is innocent until proven guilty. And I believe in a very high standard of professionalism and transparency uh, and accountability within police forces. And one of the questions that we'll have to ask ourselves, and we don't normally do this when situations like this arise, is what would you do in, in a normal circumstance? And let's assume that, for example, the corporal that is now in question, 
if a report of such similar nature would have reported to her, what would have been her stance? And and that's one of the things. The other thing in which we don't pay much attention to is why do people do things in the way in which they would have done it? And you know, we, we ought to be also asked this question, why do people do these things? You know? So let's assume that uh, what is before us is even factual. I, I personally, um, being a law enforcement officer for 27 years plus, is against police officers conducting themselves in such a manner. I totally don't have any regards to that and much remorse for that because we are trusted with a high level of responsibility and members of the community, society, the public at large expect a certain standard from police officers. And, and in so doing, um, the our code of conduct and ethics must be in forefront. And this is why, you know, I believe that police forces need to have strong policies, you know, ethical policies and other policies that will guide them. And when situation like this arises, it's not going to be a difficult one for the commissioner or other persons who are responsible for, for dealing with this. But I am a, I'm in agreement with the gentleman in terms of when situation like this occur, that there must be an investigation. And based upon the investigation, the conclusion of the investigation, the commissioner and hierarchy of the police force will determine whether charges will be laid. Of course, these days, we're now including the Office of the Director of Public Prosecution who will work close with the police in terms of prosecution and how matters, whether matters look forward in the court or not. So these are some of the things in which um, we are to be mindful of as we proceed. Um, uh, Mr. Nuffield Burnett, um, again, let's stay with the hypothetical situation of uh, police officer Kieran Murdoch in Epicurean. Um, so I, I pocketed a, a small item um, and I've been caught. Uh, and uh, let's say again in this hypothetical that um, police have investigated it and that they are satisfied they have enough evidence that uh, this is in fact what I did. Um, is it a situation that it, 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 it then becomes a question of whether or not I will be charged? Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's up to the police commissioner to determine um, whether or not I should be charged or whether or not internally um, I wouldn't be charged, but the, the, the punishment I would face in terms of the, the police force and its standards for conduct is that, you know, I will be asked to resign um, or dismissed. Um, is, that, is that a situation that has occurred before? Is that a normal um, uh, procedure? That sometimes an officer may do something, it, 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 the, the, the force may determine not to charge, but internally um, the consequence for the conduct is that do you lose your job? Okay, I said, so yes, so it, it has happened in the past that um, um, somebody decided we would take X action as opposed to Y. But these things, there is uh, a, a clear-cut procedure that these things are to follow and the way these things are to go. So the commissioner of police cannot decide, okay, I am not going to to um, proceed with this crime this way, but I'm going to proceed with it that way. The, 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 the police duties are enshrined in law in Chapter 330, and the police must do their duty. You do your duty or you neglect your duty. It's either or. So you, 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 you if it is a, 
case where um, you you were found um, shoplifting, you are to, the, 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 that process that we just spoke of are to happen. You are found guilty, and the next thing that are to happen, you will be um, punished based on, on on what the the law prescribes. So you can um, nobody can determine that. Well, look, notwithstanding you are found guilty. Um, well, I shouldn't say nobody can because persons have done it, but I'm, I'm, I'm speaking about what ought to be. So what ought to happen is the, the process ought to be followed. So somebody, I notice I'm saying somebody, I, I could say the commissioner of police, but I'm not saying that. It may well be somebody else other than the commissioner. So somebody cannot decide to say, well, we have found you guilty of last night, but we are going to ask you to to um, resign. resign as opposed to this is the punishment which entails. Um, I don't know. Let me let me let me jump in to ask a question. I mean, um and you correct me if I'm wrong because I I'm, I'm asking because I don't know. But I mean there there are instances, especially when a matter may be a a, a petty issue, that uh, the police may exercise the discretion not to bring a formal charge against somebody and, and have them before a magistrate. You know, let's say that you, again, um, a hypothetical, say I, uh, I was not, let's assume I was not a police officer um, and I was caught in Epicure and attempting to, I, I don't know, walk out with something. Um, but it was something minor, you know. Uh, and let's say it's the first time I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, is it normal that the police may exercise discretion to say we will not bring a formal charge against you? Or, or is it always the case that they must? No, yes, and, and, and that's a good um, point you just made. The police has a discretion, but the police, the police's discretion is not as it relates to whether you decide that this person has not committed a crime, as the case may be. Your discretion may be, you may, you may be um, in a position to give a person a break, but you cannot come make it public that look, um, I am, I am, I'm seeing you committing a crime, and I am going to, I'm going to let you off publicly, and I do not have that discretion. My discretion may be to, 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 to what we call a Nelson's eye, not to, to, to in the public decide because I cannot, I cannot decide against unlawful act publicly. So it's technically, it, you, you may call it discretion, but technically um, you, 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 you do not have a discretion where a crime is concerned. Hmm. Um, let me bring in Mr. Brenton Smith. Mr. Brenton Smith, you'll have to unmute. I did mute you there in the interim just to cut out a little bit of feedback that we're getting. Uh, so you'll have to unmute before you uh, comment again. But let me ask you, Mr. Smith, um, to, to intervene at this point, what, what do you think um, would be just and reasonable in, let's say, these hypothetical circumstances? That Let's say Kieran Murdoch was a police officer. I went into the Epicurean, which is a supermarket here in Antigua Barbuda, uh, and I was caught, um, I, I don't know, attempting to walk out with a pencil or, I don't know, a pack of pens or something like that um what, what would be reasonable procedure to you let us especially if we assume that you know it has been investigated and the police force is satisfied that you know there is evidence to say that i did do this thing um the next steps that they would take would it be at all irregular for for, for them to say uh you know we're not going to bring a formal charge against you but you're going to have to well you either be dismissed or you're going to have to resign 
Well, first of all, I just want to say as well that the police would always be gathered as the first magistrate, and they would have uh, a sort of a guide or some discussion as to whether or not they bring formal charges. And we would have seen it as well in practical. For example, we would have had school children who, who would have um, committed an offense, a criminal offense, uh, might have been of a minor offense criminally, and the police discussion might be, oh boy, you know what? Um, if we charge this person, it's going to interrupt their whole life and they have a future ahead of them. And based on that, the police can have a discussion as to whether or not they want to, to carry forward those charges. Even if the, the office of the DPP as well has those discussions. But um, in, in regards to, we have to look at it as it is. In, in regards to a police officer conducting himself, and you did indicate that the matter has been investigated. Yes, in the past, the police had. Well, I'm not necessarily. I'm not. Well, this is this is then the hypothetical because the the, the fact of yes, the situation yes, with I, I, yeah that's what yeah. I'm referring to. Yeah. That's what I'm referring to. You didn't say that it's hypothetical. Yes, so that's what I'm referring to. Um, so the police would have in the past uh, offered persons to resign or retire, and without formal charges. And um, that that is it happens around the world. Whether or not it is correct, that is for the next debate. But it has happened. And, uh, you know, persons might want to, you know, because of this, in any case of a person, pension or gratuity, might want to be leaning. I, on a, on a personal note, I I really have a very hard stance on these things that, you know, once you found guilt in these matters, that, um, you know, you have to be in a crime. And one of the things that I've done, I said, is if, if that I went to sleep as a policeman or to go into a store and it was reported to me, a Tom June would have stolen something. What would I do in a normal circumstance? I'll investigate, and if police forget, I'll charge them and take them to court. So, so this is why I am saying here: uh, the circumstances will depict what happened as a as a policeman and what he does from there. Well, let me just ask you one more question, and it will be the last question because um, we do have to end off this segment, guys. It is a very short segment, and I thank both of you for joining us because I think it was a necessary discussion, and we may further the discussion on another occasion, especially as more details may or may not come out about this. But, um, Mr. Smith, let me ask you again in this hypothetical, Kieran Murdoch, police officer in Epicurean, um, attempting to shoplift. Um, let us say that it is determined that no formal charges will be brought. Um, but that is, is going to be a question of whether or not um, internally with the police force they're going to fire me and cause me to lose my pension or allow me to resign. Um, if you had to be in a position where you had to advise on what ought to be done, um, how, what, would, what would you advise? Do you think that um, I ought to be dismissed and, and, and lose my benefits and so on? Or, or do you think that it is worth allowing me to resign perhaps because the issue was not, um, uh, was, was a, you know, a petty shoplifting? You know, one, one of the one of the things with that is that if I'm in the in a different if these foot is on a different shoes, um, I might have loved the, the idea of gaining the opportunity to resign and gain my benefits. But one of the other things in which you you'll want to take into consideration, what about the voter complaint in this matter? What is the course of action for the voter complaint need in this matter? Would it be satisfied that uh, criminal charges be brought or would they, be, would they be satisfied that the officer has been relieved of their duties and that they can continue the benefits? So all these questions must be taken into consideration. But um, from my standpoint, if the evidence are strong, uh, the same how you would have done it as a police, 
I was going to take the necessary action. All right, we can uh, leave it there, folks. I want to say thank you to both of our guests for joining us this afternoon. Um, Mr. Brenton Smith, uh, of course, uh, a, a police officer of many, many years, uh, and as well, Mr. Nuffield Burnett, a former assistant commissioner of police, now retired from the uh, Royal Police Force of Antique and Barbuda. Thanks to both of you for joining us this afternoon.